0: Hello Miss Natalie. Hello. Can you hear me all good yeah? Yeah can you hear me? Yeah. Oh I missed your accent. Oh I miss <laughs> yours too. I always tell people about when we went you had to like go to the Apple shop and you're like in <laughs> Rome and you're like I need the iPhone XR. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> and they people... were like what? <laughs> Did you know one understand what I'm saying when I say or? I remember I was trying to spell someone's name before and I was like C-L-A-R and they were like what what
0: <laughs> i had to when i was in poland i had to phone and make a doctor's appointment oh. and i had to like give her my address and she spoke english but she was like wait 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 are you like you're from ireland or something like what are ireland? you saying <laughs> i was like um it's, it's not that strong
1: i always feel like the, like i always thought the scottish and irish accent was similar until i lived in scotland yeah and then i couldn't understand like <laughs> when they're talking to you it's fine but mm-hmm. there'd be like a group of like three people from like around Loch Lomond like mm-hmm. some of them from Glasgow and it would be like a different language like if they're yeah. all talking fast and like are you speaking Gaelic <laughs>
0: it's because it's like Scots is like our indigenous language here yeah. especially in Glasgow and where I'm from in Ayrshire it's like Glaswegian slang really strong really fast talking <laughs> accent yeah it's hard
1: and the slang as well I remember for ages this um one of the guys who worked we had kids and he kept mm-hmm. saying the Weans. Like the the we- real ones. And then, <laughs> yeah. um, tried, kept thinking. He was talking about a family called the Waynes, <laughs> and he was like, Who are the Waynes? Like, are they staying on
0: Park? Yeah, so we. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like we, like children. Yeah, like the we ends or the we ones. And then we actually have the word Waynes or Bairns is like, yeah. oh, child.
1: So yeah. Oh, it's a really nice language. And um, so, are you living in Glasgow, or what's the story we do at the minute?
0: I'm back home in Ayrshire, but okay. this weekend I was visiting my BFS. Shout out to Liz Shaw. <laughs>
1: And I feel like anyone <laughs> that knows you knows. Like I feel like I oh, know her so well from your Instagram.
0: Where I go, Les goes. That so everyone
1: knows us. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. So me and Natalie met in Rome in Italy, mm-hmm. Um when two worlds collided. Oh, <laughs> so um, was your so we were working on a campsite in Italy, uh, for Eurocamp. Was that kind of your first experience working abroad, or did you have anything kind of before that, or what made you want to?
0: go away. Um I had previously worked in Nuremberg for like a month on a scholarship, but Mm -hmm. it was not the same. It was like everything was like coordinated and arranged for you. Whereas (laughs) although although Eurocamp sort of is like it was just I would say it was my first total experience
1: of
0: that sort of thing. And it was definitely a
1: shock to the system. Mm. Like yeah. And what made you apply to like, what made you think, oh, yes, I want to work in a campsite? <laughs> it was more like,
0: I think, you know, everyone who goes there and does that sort of thing, it's like going abroad, mm-hmm. working away, not in the UK, like yeah. having a good summer.
1: Yeah, I don't um, think it's actually much to do with the job. Like oh when no. I was, It's like, I don't really, not that I didn't care what the job was, but it was more like, okay, I'm getting to live rent free in Italy mm-hmm. for the summer while being paid. Yeah, So it's kind of like, okay the job can be hard at times but you know
0: it's like, you, like I could just, just be it, doing a job off. that I don't mm-hmm. like in
1: Dublin as well you know
0: <laughs> exactly I was like where would you rather do housekeeping in the UK having a shitty summer or living in Rome like your days off you can go to Rome you can go to the beach you have three pills there
1: exactly mm-hmm. and did you originally want to go to Italy or were you just like anywhere but Scotland <laughs> um I was just like anywhere they
0: put me in Friu and Le- uh, uh, on La Bon. In France <laughs> and I'm then you didn't get there <laughs> oh my god I know and then they sort of like changed it last minute I got mm. told on the Tuesday like oh yeah on Friday you're going you're going to be going to Rome
1: and I'm so different.
0: glad yeah but like I think I needed it I would have struggled in France in the middle of nowhere like mm-hmm. at least we could leave site and go into Rome and sort of forget where you were for the day <laughs>
1: yeah it was so nice being that close to a city mm-hmm. because I was on Baum last year and like it can be quite isolating so I think Mm -hmm. like even the fact that we could go to like normal shops yeah like it was just a bit like it felt a bit like okay you have a slight bit of home even though it's I couldn't do it it
0: It takes a special person to do a full season on like I know the campsites are good but to be there for months I just
1: couldn't no I I don't I I don't even think I'd be able to you know like people do like March to October yeah not I don't No, I don't think I can do that (laughs) no and then What way did you find the work? Did you like the work? Or, I know the answer to this. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was used to having always worked in hospitality. Um, The housekeeping was new to me, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, I was like, and cause I was sort of, cause I fell down for the team leader on the team leader's days off. And it's when everything went wrong, when it was like nine days. Yeah. And it was just a fucking nightmare. Mm. And no I would never like my mum and dad came out to visit at the end of my contract for the season and my mum was like if I had known you'd been doing this if I'd came out earlier you'd have been on the first flight home like what oh, the- yeah
1: no it definitely takes a special type of person to like be able to mm-hmm. put up for that and um, would you recommend it to other people is or that... would you be like do something
0: else? <laughs> um, I would because I think these things are character building. Mm, I would definitely. say if you sort of struggle with any mental health issues and don't mm. do not do it. It's <laughs> no. such an intense environment. Like I didn't, and I came home with the worst anxiety it was awful and yeah. everyone sort of starts coupling off and if you don't then it leaves you feeling really isolated like mm. if you don't have a good relationship with the little team that you're stuck with for this like it's intense I think yeah you live and work with the same people it's 24 7 you can't switch off
1: that's the thing that's the thing i always say to people because i feel like when it's an outsider even not even just your account but any kind of job broad mm-hmm. when you're seeing it through instagram or whatever it's like oh they're just on the beach the whole day yeah but then you're like no first you were working like mm-hmm. 40 hours a week yeah and then second 45 sometimes
0: Long um, days mm, and then secondly
1: you, oh God, yeah. <laughs> secondly like you're living and working with the same people mm-hmm. and they're people that you've never it's not like it's your yeah. friends they become your friends yeah. obviously but then it's like, they they were strangers. And then yeah. it's like, okay, they're your roommates, they're your friends, they're your family, they're your work colleagues. It's Yeah, lot.
0: I mean, and at first everyone makes the most of it and you make a big effort, but these are also people, like you said, they're strangers. Yeah. They are like, probably people you would never socialise with before. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. so completely different. And you try and make the most of it at first, but then a couple months in, like their cracks start to show. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I can see why there's a big staff turnover in that industry because, yes. my God, I couldn't. I can they see no why it could get addictive, like, free accommodation. Yeah. I've seen they doubled the wage in Italy. Like, we had to live on pennies and people are getting, like, actual
1: goods, decent. I know, like the year money. after we left. Mm-hmm. I
0: know.
1: It's crazy. And what did you think of, like, the... I know it's kind of difficult because we were kind of... We were living in Italy, but we were very in it uk Ireland in the bubble yeah but what was your experience with like italian culture italian people <coughs> italian men <laughs> <laughs> well um we don't need any details no no you
0: know, of course <laughs> i would say um i think because we weren't in city center so we were in lazio just outside of rome a very very small town um very traditional like the Italian grannies would look at us funny because you could tell we went from there. The Italian people were lovely but there's a lot of like you know I'm a man don't you're a woman you don't talk to me that like
1: yeah a lot of sexism. Yeah it is very different like Mm -hmm. you can even tell going to Rome the way the way men look at women Mm -hmm. it isn't it's obviously just a cultural thing so it's not necessarily bad but it's just different yeah you know? um and especially if it's like 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 especially like you know if you're irish or scottish mm-hmm. you're clearly not Italian. Oh, all yeah like transparent yeah I even would
0: with like... a tan after like three months of working in that intense heat with yeah. our version of a tan you're still like so white to... i'm
1: just pale with kind of a red yeah glow. and then we're like <laughs> rocking around in like, a little primark okay? so we stick out like a sort <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah but it's interesting to see the reaction you know
0: -hmm. something for them to look at definitely (laughs) but yeah I think as well I'm I'm not a religious person and it is so religious Mm. and obviously like every so that where we work there's a lot of Polish people and a lot of German people as well coming on holiday but very religious people because it was like the best of both worlds holiday staying with us and then they would like go to the Vatican and stuff and yeah it was just like a shock to my system because I am not religious and it. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. I
1: feel like yeah. I feel like I was slightly used to the whole Catholic yeah. thing because Ireland, but then it's also it was like oh it feels like Ireland fifty years ago yeah. not like Ireland then. yeah that is <laughs> like, even so backwards like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember even I kind of forgot about that because I was like oh my god obviously they're going to be very religious the bloody Vatican is right yeah. here but I remember I had to I remember I had to go get. Um, I wanted to get a contraceptive pill yes like normal like yes. it's so normal in England and Ireland it was like chasing it was like pulling teeth yeah I had to go to three I ended up just not getting anything because I was like what is it's going a... on because very very religious I went to, into a hospital mm-hmm. and they just laughed at me and pointed up at the Virgin Mary yeah and I was like right okay <laughs> that's yeah and there's like nuns and the chemist but you know, it was, each their own. It was very, <laughs>
0: di- very different, and I think honestly, yeah. um, Poland was not that different. It was very similar. Yeah. So, was it the year after you went to Poland, or was it was it too, It was,
1: it was the year yeah, somewhere yeah. after, the it was summer summer after. after? Yeah. So, tell us about your experience with Poland and
0: um, all about that. I actually
1: love where I
0: was. I was in Wrocław. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know it, it's <laughs> spelt rock law. Like nobody knows how to say it is a like i would very very highly recommend that for like a girls holiday or a boys holiday it's cheap shops are amazing the people are really lovely but they're just very different to what we're yeah. like here they're not um like they're lovely once you know them they don't put themselves out there to get to know strangers really right okay and what were you doing over there i was teaching english um mm-hmm. which I mean, it wasn't the best school that I was in. The hours were ridiculous. I was working mm. 12-hour days. And obviously, with teaching, it's not just your classes. It's the prep as well. Yeah. Um, It was very, very, very stressful. Um, But the hours didn't help, I think. If you're doing it 9 to 5, it's not as intense. But I was working, mm-hmm. like, 7 a.m. till half past 9 at night. And it was just oh god
1: and obviously so you to teach english you got the tefl mm-hmm. diploma uh, run through that a bit for people that are wondering yeah i feel like tefl is thrown around a lot and people are like what what is that yeah yeah so
0: tefl is just your qualification to teach english as a second language tesol is exactly the same Um, you just do it online it's not that expensive Um, if i could give my younger self advice <laughs> um, do it once you've got your ba most companies will hire you As long as you have a BA once you finish your third year of uni, do it over the summer. It takes a few weeks to do if you just do it kind of intense. It's not that expensive and work for like an online Chinese company throughout your fourth year because it's really, it's not intense work and it's good pay and you can make it work for you. So anyone's thinking about doing it and you're going into fourth year of uni, absolutely do it because it's less stress than trying to work elsewhere, I think. Mm. Um.
1: Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's handy because with that you can work remote. And stuff oh yeah, well, you can it? work
0: remote. You can go anywhere. What I will say is, if like, it's definitely not a forever job for everyone. It's not for me. Yeah. It's like for the next couple of years. It's a good skill to have. A good way to travel. Yeah. But um, if you're thinking of doing it seriously, do that. Get a couple of years' experience with your TEFL then do your CELTA. Um, so mm. you can work in like the UK, you know, teaching refugees English or you can work in America, you can work in the better schools. Um, If you just have your TEFL and you're not that experienced, you can expect to be in the same situation that I just left. The shit, the, sorry, I don't know if I can swear. Can I swear? Yeah. <laughs> do I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can expect <laughs> the shitty hours and you can expect to um be absolutely run down because you're just running to the ground with your workload but if you get your okay. sales, it's definitely better opportunities
1: brilliant and so you went over in 2020 mm-hmm. um then words 2020 you send a shiver to my spine still <laughs> um so did that it obviously changed things and affected things yeah. was was it was there delays were you very isolated. Yeah. How did that affect? Things? So
0: when I first moved over, like, so my flatmates were both from Ukraine. They didn't speak much English, and I did not speak Polish or um, Ukrainian. It was the first month, so I went a few weeks before my actual like start date just to settle in. Mm-hmm. Was very isolated. I had like one friend that I worked with, but she was busy, um, and then she moved to Prague. So I was like, oh my god and then bye. yeah like bye <laughs> nice so that lasted um and then I actually so if anyone's living abroad and they're sort of struggling cause obviously with the pandemic you can't go out and meet people Um there was the same restrictions there as there were, were here um right so there's like an international women's Facebook page and most cities like big cities will have one for expats mm-hmm. and stuff um And it's so cheesy, but I was like, I was kind of desperate at this point because I couldn't go out and meet (laughs) friends. So they were like, you know, all the new members, like introduce yourself. So I put up a thing basically saying like, hi, I just moved here. I moved here about a month ago. Obviously, it's been hard to make friends. Like my flatmates don't speak any English. So there's like no friendship there. Um, which is also another thing if you're moving to a foreign country, you don't speak the language, you get flatmates, at least one that speaks the same language <laughs> as you. <laughs> it's that would definitely help. <laughs> um, and Aww. then I like posted a little thing, and this girl called Kira popped up and shout out to those girls who are like the best, this group of girls. So there's a bit goodness hello i my was like hair, <laughs> i got so carried away talking about it i was like why are you not responding to anything i'm saying like are you that have i have i over talked about this just not. didn't even notice <laughs> we'll
1: just say that was a short ad break um <laughs> so kira came along so you made
0: <laughs> i made like instant friends she was like let's go for cocktails or bring my flatmates so there was like a little group of us and there was um, a girl in the year below them at uni called Rosie and she's from Scotland and she was like, like I don't know if this is offensive, everywhere <laughs> you go to these unis there's definitely going to be like a big sort of Irish community, mm. a good few English students, but us Scottish people were hard to find in these places. And mm. um, So it was like a little bit of home from her. So we all got on mm. really well. So that was like my group of gals and if I hadn't found them, then I don't know what I'd be
1: doing. So it was great. Oh, that's I know. I feel like with them kind of situations, it's probably like really lonely at first, but once mm-hmm. you wait it out, people will come. You will find yeah. people. You
0: definitely need to put yourself out there, and it's yeah. very daunting. But yeah. yeah,
1: it's all a learning experience. I feel like yeah. that's a real kind of growth thing, like yeah. being able to literally be in another country and be like, "I need yeah. friends." <laughs> I got like
0: I got some weird replies, like this one girl. Um, who would always comment on everyone's posts in the group was like we should meet for coffee and I was like I'm sure and then she was like okay so actually I'm going to go to this sauna at this gym (laughs) I'm going to use all these different creams and ointments in the sauna and I was like what (laughs) I'm not coming like no No. (laughs) I will not be joining you to use any of your creams or any activities I mean some people you know but not for you got got bad vibes from that stayed clear
1: well done i'm proud of you for thank that you. <laughs> <laughs> okay so i when um i told instagram that you were coming on i got a fair few questions you i always put up a question box when i have someone on and literally i get maybe one or two questions but your friends came through I uh, honestly supportive queens honestly yeah
0: like i thought they were just gonna take the piss and or like not so i'm proud of them too
1: thank you guys I for this <laughs> so happy with it so we have a few here and i'll just We'll do a quick a quick Mm fire round. So what is your favorite place to visit on like holiday? So not working, not having to like, you know, just a relaxing either like a city break or like an actual, you know, proper two week holiday.
0: Hands down, my favourite country on this earth is Germany. Um Mm. I went backpacking there and I was like seventeen. I have a really good friend there, Miriam, who's in Nuremberg. So whenever I get the chance I go visit her, it's just my favourite place. Brilliant, and do you think you'll be going there as soon as you can? Mm, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think my next stop might be America, but we'll see. I've seen that. What's the story with that? You're
0: my boo. Dropped
1: that. Right, I know, right? Okay, okay. I like I've
0: seen like a um a tiktok and it was like me moving to another country single independent ready to take on the world also me like meets the love of your life a month later me, <laughs> me in rome me still me... two years later exactly exactly hot so, girl summer oh Wait, true what? it gets ruined within a few weeks yeah <laughs> what part
1: of my life are you thinking of going to
0: um well he is currently stationed in atlanta mm-hmm. in Ooh. georgia Ooh. Or I think it's either Savannah, and then he's from Mississippi, so probably back to there. Okay.
1: okay. Wait and okay. see. Wait and see. I'll um get some more info off that on it, mm-hmm. on a private chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a very a very nice question. It was, "What was your cultural impact being a woman in Poland?" Oh my god. So if people don't know Poland is very different to UK and Ireland yes. with regards women's rights, gay rights, abortion, mm-hmm. all things like that. So did you feel different? oh
0: absolutely I mean in Italy there was little comments but mm-hmm. in Poland it was full blown in my face I have a few stories actually so mm. if you're a feminist listening this will fire you up <laughs> um, um first of all I was there so I don't know if anyone's seen the movement on social media that kobiet the women's war in Poland because they've Um, effectively banned abortion and now they've introduced a bill that does not protect women from domestic violence Um, yeah Um, so first thing the first thing is that I feel so lucky that I can come back to Scotland and know that these rights will never be attacked Mm -hmm. Um, there was protests everywhere and obviously when these protests happen like the sort of the the people against the protests come in there's always a lot of trouble um, but it was a very powerful time to be there mm. um, I had like so obviously I was a teacher and I was teaching a range of like um, children and adults and this was also at the time of the American elections and I think it's no secret that I definitely am not a fan of Trump um, <laughs> Thank God I don't think i would have you <laughs> on this podcast anymore. I'm too left, heart, so I'm so left wing um, and I had like male pupils so like I'm their teacher, their professional teacher I'd have male pupils grown-ass men coming in and being like oh Trump's a great man he knows where the women should be and all this other stuff and just (laughs) it was just ridiculous and I was like I'm like the professional here like and you've came to me and you're trying to like what's the word you're just being so sexist and degrading and I remember I, I just don't tolerate it and yeah I was like to one of the men, you have a daughter, is that all you want for her? Like go get an education and then just stay at home and do nothing and just like be subservient
1: to your husband and it was just ridiculous. Like (laughs) lucky. I think it's my internet. I don't know what keeps happening. I thought it was maybe the fifteen minute mark, but anyway. Um. So yeah, no. I hate the way that you always have to bring up the kind of thing like, oh, what about if it's your daughter or your mm-hmm. wife or your sister? It's like, why can't they just look at women as you know human beings? Yeah. It's
0: well. yeah, and these people as well. You definitely see, like, Poland did not thrive after communism. Mm. They're still struggling. Like, I would go in supermarkets, and unless you go to the expensive ones, like, see, for example, you can get tinned chopped tomatoes anywhere. Mm-hmm. but not there so i would go to bidronka which is like a big chain but it's kind of like the cheaper supermarket yeah. and if they had in 10 chopped tomatoes people would buy like 10 cans and stock them up because oh like you buy them when you see them or you won't get them um yeah it was it's just very backwards and old-fashioned but they have the same problem that a lot of the western countries have like here mm-hmm. The younger generation wants change. They want equality. They do not have these old-fashioned beliefs, but they have an ageing population and the church yeah. still plays a big role in it. And Vrotswaite so was very progressive with their views, very modern, metropolitan city. But when you sort of leave there, you see it more.
1: Wow, it's yeah. a real kind of, that's the, one of the great things about living abroad. You're kind of exposed to that. And then yeah. you also have the comfort of being able to go back yeah you're from exactly safe <laughs> and then another question the cost of living um i guess we'll go for poland because italy kind of most things are covered
0: mm-hmm. um
1: but was it a high cost of living in poland or was it kind of you were able you were able to get by
0: it was very low cost of living but i was earning a polish wage right right so for example if you're not on like a polish wage or Wrocław is a great university so if you wanted to study there it's definitely a lot cheaper Um, my flat was unreal and it was about 250 pounds the equivalent of that a month including bills yes so really cheap which is about 100 um 1200 zloty Um, my most expensive night out was about Thirty pounds. Stop. Um a full week <laughs> yeah, a full week's food shop was like a fiver, five to ten pounds, depending on how much you wanted to like splurge. That's so yeah. Crazy, people, i know. like
1: I knew it was obviously cheaper, but I didn't know mm-hmm. it was that much cheaper. That's yeah, much. yeah. Wow. But also because of the pandemic, the flats were empty,
0: so landlords oh, were kind of desperate. Right, okay. So they were a bit cheaper, but I
1: even like that's a lot cheaper.
0: Yeah, like yeah. I would see people post on like the expat pages. Um, obviously, coming from Europe, like I'm looking for a flat. My budget is five hundred euros max. I'm thinking you can get a palace for that month. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, the seven bedroom houses.
1: Mhm. Like so nice. Yeah. yeah. And then one last question before I let mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. Commenting you. No. Um, <laughs> Um, We had a question about because I know you're a lady of language. Mm -hmm. I remember in Italy, you'd just be like speaking all these. I was like, "Where? How does she know these languages?" (laughs) It's like all (laughs) I can do. I'm bad at everything else. (laughs) I mean, it's probably one of the best things to be good at, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, you mentioned you didn't really speak much Polish and stuff when you went over. Mm -hmm. But what would be your kind of thoughts, opinions, recommendations on? Living abroad, working abroad, and learning languages, and like, would you have any advice or Mm -hmm. what's the kind of?
0: So I would definitely. I just think as a person, it enriches you if you Uh can try learn even a little bit. You feel good, both like the recipient and the speaker feels good when you say it in their own language, even if you try. Because English speakers have this um, there's this perception that we're lazy. Most of Mm -hmm. us are, but not all of us are. Polish is, like, the most impossible language in the world. Um, (laughs) I mean, I've studied, like, four or five languages. I, like, speak a couple, and that was, it was very difficult. Um, Mm. But I do recommend learning enough, just enough. Like, I was lucky I was in a very, like I said, metropolitan city. Most people spoke English, so there wasn't a problem. Um, Places like Poland, they don't expect a foreign person to know Polish or to know it well. Um, but always just try learn enough to like get by in
1: the shops your please and thank yous you know yeah I think people appreciate it even mm-hmm. like I remember being in France and I think I'd oh, like I had a very low level of French just mm-hmm. from school but if even if you just especially French just people, try like, yeah, they, they just because mm-hmm. they they really don't like if you just come out and start speaking English yeah <laughs> so just like I feel like just the effort kind of Goes a long, mm-hmm. long
0: way. Yeah, even like yeah. I definitely learned in Polish. Like I don't speak Polish. Do you speak
1: English and yeah. Polish? <laughs> so then you both know where you stand. But oh, yeah, no, it's good to have the at least try. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much for thank coming you on. For You've been brilliant. Me. I and, could um... talk
0: all day. So sorry <laughs> if I
1: like went a wee bit over. No, it's brilliant. You've been so good. Thank you so much. Thank you. And bye. bye. <laughs>